All right. Well, good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. Welcome, Remnant Warriors. Welcome, Gideon's 300. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. I am coming to you live from Central Florida, Orlando, where CPAC 2021 is underway. And I had a couple of really awesome meetings today. Uh, many people that I spoke with that I'm you know, just saying hello to. Uh, thank you for those that uh, are Remnant Warriors that actually came up and introduced yourself. There was a couple of you guys. I appreciate you, Paul and uh, Steve and Mary from Florida. Thank you, guys. It was really, really great to meet you. And I'm so glad that you listen to the show. Maybe you'll be listening to tonight's show. But uh, so this is kind of interesting, though. I'm going to get into something that you probably would have never thought that I would be talking about. Uh, I've been mentioning that I'm going to talk about it, but uh, as a CPAC topic, and uh, there's three different things I want to talk about tonight. So number one, I'm going to be talking a little bit about the Equality Act, and I'm not going to get into it too much because I'm going to be on the Epoch Times tomorrow, and uh, I'll kind of get uh, more into the details of the uh, what happened in the Congress today. They passed the Equality Act, but it has to go through the Senate, which I don't think it will, but we want to just talk about what this bill means if it does. And the dangers that it uh, brings from a religious liberty standpoint, but also for women that have to share locker rooms with a man who's claiming to be a woman, uh, who's a biological man that will have to, it, this will become the law of the land should this Equality Act be passed, where uh, this is going to be happening all across the United States and, you know, throughout different, you know, schools and sports and Everything, ladies and gentlemen, where they people will be forced. It's kind of like what uh, Barack Obama tried to do when he put, uh, you know, the transgender people into the, you know, the bathrooms of uh, the opposite sex from a biological standpoint. And, there, you know, this isn't based on science. You know, they, the left is often saying, you know, follow the science. Well, the science, if you follow the science, there's no case for the Equality Act. So. You know, I would love to just have the show be about that today because there's a lot of uh, you know interesting things that I want to bring up about this awful piece of legislation, which, by the way, would get rid of the Civil Rights Act because it would it would really be upending that and uh, adding another additional protected class. So, uh, you know, for those of you that are employers that have companies, small businesses, there would be yet another protected class added to the already protected classes. And anybody that's worked in HR knows that that is an absolute nightmare because then you have to uh, be, uh, what they're saying is diverse, di diverse workplaces. And so there'll be several uh, new additions to the protected class. And uh, that will just be a nightmare for an HR standpoint. You know, I always tell people I've worked for corporations and, uh, you know, when you're in an executive level position where you have people that report to you or large amount of people that report to you, uh, that are that are you know maybe dotted line or underneath you and and so when you have to you know lay somebody off because they're not doing their job uh, if they're in a protected class then it is is very difficult to uh, get rid of that person so you know it's not based on merit it's not based on uh, performance it's based on uh, the fact that you know they would say that you're coming against them because of their skin color or their you know and and so it's just, it's a hard situation because I understand that there needs to be protections of certain things. I get it. I'm not totally against it. I, I understand. But unfortunately, it creates a bad situation. You know, the way that I am is, is that I look at, I don't care what color, what race, you know, what ethnicity, what gender somebody is. If they're a good worker, 
if, if I'm running a business or I'm running a district or a region or something like that, and there's somebody who's a hard worker who knows their stuff, who, you know, has taken the time to uh, really understand the job and, uh, you know, it performs well, then I don't care who they are. But see, that's... It used to be based on performance. It used to be now because of all the protected classes and the diversity uh, and all the different things that these corporations are trying to implement. It makes it different because, you know, if somebody's like a white middle class, you know, middle aged person, maybe they're doing really good at their job. I mean, their performance is great. They've been there for years. You know, this maybe they're the, the breadwinner of the family and then they can just get laid off because I, I this is actually a true situation where Companies have laid off 40% of their workforce just because they had to be more diverse. And so people that have been there for years, and I've talked about this before, lost their jobs simply because of their color. So what point does it become racism? I mean, it is racism. So you're getting fired because you're a color just so that they can hire other colors. And again, I'm the least racist person. It's not about, you know, I don't want people to not be protected. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, is that it, it then puts somebody else in a bad situation. So I'm all about real equality when it comes to a job, you know, real equality where somebody, you know, look, they're a hard worker. They've studied the job. They know the, you know, they're, they're really good at the craft and they, they're, they're somebody who would benefit the company. They're a team player. That's the person you should hire, not somebody because of their color. So it just, it creates a really difficult situation. Anyway, th there's a lot of that going on in the Equality Act, but I know that many people are tuning in for a different reason tonight, so I don't want to get off on a tangent with the Equality Act because I could definitely do a whole show, like I said. Here is the, the information that I never thought. And I said there's three things. So one is the Equality Act, and then the second one, uh, which I thought you know is, is pretty awesome, is, is that there's President Trump is about to literally create a whole nother uh, alternative universe for uh, conservatives. We're going to have probably our own social media platform that President Trump will be either endorsing or rolling out himself. I believe that there could be a Trump media brand that comes out uh, where he also uh, you know, has his own maybe network or, I mean, there's all different types of, of conversations that are here at CPAC where it, it really seems, first of all, I want to let you know, there's a lot of people that support President Trump. You know, I know there, that I was actually, uh, you know, preparing myself for more um, establishment kind of people here. I thought I'd maybe run into what I call swamp creatures, you know, but I mean, there are, there always are establishment people, but, but there's a lot of Trump supporters. I mean, a, a really good amount. So I just want you to know, I mean, this is definitely Trump's party and there's a lot of talk and there's a lot of real um, things that are going to be coming down the pike where there's going to be like an alternative universe. And thank God, because we need to have companies that are not social justice warrior companies that are not, you know, Chinese stooge companies. Unfortunately, the, like all the stuff I just talked about with the Equality Act, these these companies that have, you know, they're teaching people it's bad to be white. You're racist. If you're white, you're racist. You know, Coca-Cola, uh, other companies that are that are doing similar things. And, and they've just said we've allowed this to infiltrate all these different segments of our society. And unfortunately, it's it's reached, you know, every I mean, how many of you work for corporations and you got to deal with this and you know what I'm talking about? Or, you know, if you own a small business, at least you have a little more leeway in that area. But if they're going to shove things like the Equality Act down our throat, then it's going to be, uh, you know, a different battle that's similar. It's it's a similar battle because, again, you know, we're going to be forced into their thought process. But what President Trump and the people that he's talking to and working with are trying to do is to create. See, we, we shouldn't have never lived in these liberal 
you know, this this liberal world that we've allowed. We we've been having to live and survive in this situation because the corporations, the media, <laughs> you know, everything has been uh, dominated by these elitists, these globalists, and it, it's caused us to feel. I mean, we're the ones that are alienated. Let's just be honest. We're the ones that are that are being persecuted right now, and it's not just Christians. It's conservatives, Christians, people on the right, Trump supporters, and so. You know, this is a sign of the times, and I think it's very alarming. And I, I will tell you, as a pastor, I have to mention that I believe the hour is very late. I, if you don't know Jesus or have a personal relationship with Jesus, I highly would encourage you. It's high time you do that in your life. It's high time where you get right with God. If you're backslidden, get right with God, because we don't know. The Bible says he comes like a thief in the night. We don't know the day. We don't know the hour. It could be tomorrow. It could be tonight. I don't know when Christ is going to come back, but in, until he does... We're going to be strategizing and fighting. I did a live stream from CPAC, and a lot of people were a little bit nervous, like, oh, no, Todd, are you giving up? And that's why I put the post up afterwards. I'm absolutely not giving up. In fact, I'm encouraged as I'm hearing some of the new ideas, and it's exactly some of the things that Remnant Warriors and 300 members are trying to do in our communities that we're going to have a, a conversation about just in a week or so uh, with many leaders about this because you know, we have to affect the community. There has been a fire that's been lit under the conservatives. Let me tell you something. I have never seen so many people energized. I thought I might come here to like a defeated group that feels like, oh my gosh, but no, it's not that at all. This is an energized group that are ready to take action in the communities that are looking for ways, purchasing power, you know, with their, with their buy dollars, you know, what, what, how can I stop spending money with this company, with that company, looking for the, the tyrant companies, the worst culprits uh, that are out there. And I, I've been talking to my friends at Second Vote, which, uh, you know, offer, uh, if you go to secondvote.com, you can, you can see on their website, you know, they, they show you scores of these companies and corporations, you know, working with the Religious Liberty Coalition, standing for religious liberty and freedom. You know, we have a lot of stuff going on on the ground here at CPAC. Let me tell you, I'm, that's why I'm saying it's been a very busy day. But this is the thing that you're not going to hear from anyone else that I heard in a meeting today that I wanted to share with you. So we're 10 minutes in the podcast. You say, Todd, you take too long to get to the point. But I, I think all those things that I talked about, the other two points are important. And I'm, they're going to be the subject of, of shows coming up, maybe even tomorrow or the next day, because we have to talk about our purchasing power. We have to talk about strategy. We have to talk about ways to win. And it's not just at the ballot box. There's other things that we need to do in the Christian community to stand up and to push back against the tyranny. There, there's We have a lot of power. There's been a lot of people that have been calling us the silent majority for too long. Well, we're, guess what? We're not silent anymore. And we are looking to be activated. And we are we are mad in a, in a righteous anger at what just has taken place in our country. We, we are very, very alarmed and concerned about what the left is trying to do in our nation, where they're trying to take us, the anti-God policies, the very, very scary. I mean, it's like reprobate minds what they're doing. It's literally reprobate minds, some of these policies that they're rolling out. And, 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 you know, we can listen to Fox News or, you know, I don't personally listen to Fox these days. I'm just, you, know, you guys know that. Uh, I have some friends here that work at Fox, so, you know, I, I kind of kid around with them, give them a hard time. But I'm not really a Fox listener these days. But, I, you know, there's a couple shows I'll check out. But, you know, I get my news from other places. I do research. I go to the source. You know, I look for um, the source documents. I look for... Uh, I'm, you know, I vet the news these days, and I'm sure many of you do that as well, because we just can't trust a lot of these resources. But I will tell you, Josh Phillips at Epoch Times, he's awesome. And, uh, you know, OAN does a great job. My friend Ben uh, over at uh, One, One American News, they do a great job. 
there's there you know there's other people out there that are true tellers. I just want you to know that. And some of them are Christians and believers, by the way. So there is a remnant even in the media. And I, I'm, I'm obviously not mentioning many other amazing resources and people that some of you send me and you tell me, hey, you got to listen to this guy or that guy. And, and you know, I often do if you send me. And there are some great people out there. So God is raising up a remnant. And this is exactly what we needed is people to stand up and to push back and to have alternative media. The alternative media is really becoming the media because people don't trust the media. So these podcasts and things like this, people are listening to because they want to hear truth. And, and you know in your spirit that, hey, I need to hear the truth. And God gives you discernment. And you say, look, you know, I, mean, I tell everybody, listen, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord about me. Can I trust this man, Pastor Todd Coconato? Is he somebody I can, I can really trust? And do I get it right 100% of the time? No, because no one does. But I will tell you my credibility and, and the things that I'm saying, I, I believe I'm passionate about the things I'm talking about. And I'm doing this. Simply because I love you, I love our country, but most importantly, I love the Lord and I'm answering a call. And I know many of you are too. And so, you know, when when you ask the Holy Spirit, that's what I say, ask the Holy Spirit and say, is this guy legit? Because I I ask everybody to do that and ask the Lord, you know, are you meant to to listen to these broadcasts? I believe that many people are are coming alongside and and awakened and, and hearing the voice of the Lord in this hour to be the remnant church. I tell you, I, I, like I said, I was on the floor of CPAC, ladies and gentlemen. People were coming up to me and telling me they're the remnant. They're remnant people. Thank you, God. You know what a miracle that is? That is an absolute miracle. It has nothing to do with me, by the way. This has to do with an awakening that God is doing in our nation. This is how revival starts. People are asking, how does revival start? It's the pockets of revival. The people that are waking up, they're doing something in their community. They're local on the local level. They're doing something at their church. They're doing something at their small business. You know, I, I know somebody in Hendersonville. I was going through the drive-thru the other day. This awesome woman of this coffee shop going through the drive-thru. She, she said, are you, is your name Todd? I said, yes. And, and she said she listens to the show. So maybe she's listening tonight. Precious woman of God, Christian, has an awesome coffee shop in Hendersonville. You know, I'll have to ask her if she wants me to, to mention it. I don't want to just put it on blast. But but she has worship nights on, I think, Friday nights at her coffee shop. And people come out and worship the Lord at the small business. This is what I'm talking about. You know, this is the stuff that we got to do. If you have a, a space or a place where people can congregate and remnant warriors can come together and worship and pray and read the word of God and get around the bureaucracy and all the nonsense that's coming to the church. Just get back to the basics, equipping people, making disciples. My goodness, think about that. I mean, the whole nation would change. All right, I got 15 minutes that I want to talk about this this insane conversation that I had today, and I think it's important. So here we go. Never thought I'd hear this at CPAC, but we've been talking about UFOs. We've been talking about the fact that I probably need to mention this because as a Christian, we're going to be faced with a new type of information dump. And I think it's from the deep state globalist and it's actually a plan and agenda. And I'm going to break it down for you tonight. Okay. But I, what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is, is that there is a uptick in a coming UFO full disclosure. What do I mean by that? Okay, well, first of all, let me break it down what I've heard here at CPAC. So I was speaking with a, a lawmaker 
and uh, we got into the subject. He's a Christian, and he is uh, he has access to. Um, I can't really say too much because I don't want to put this person on blast. But you know, he's somebody that's in government. And uh, anyway, he said, "Todd, I wanted to bring something up to you." I said, "What's up?" You know, I thought he was going to talk to me about the Equality Act or something with religious liberty and freedom, or you know, something because he knows I'm a pastor, obviously. And he actually said, do you know about this whole alien thing? I said, well, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of stories. Actually, I've been telling the podcast I want to talk about it because I have a lot of information to, to share on this. He says, well, he says, you definitely should, and you definitely should be concerned. So I'm like, okay, well, tell me more. I want to know more. What do you mean? So this is so crazy. In the last, the major stimulus package that was passed already, the one that we already got checks for, one of the stipulations in that bill, this is true. This is real information. And he would know, okay, because he had to vote on it. Hint, hint. So anyways, he he told me that um, in that bill that one of the stipulations is, is that they, there has to be, uh, uh, there's a time period where they have to release classified information from the public regarding UFOs and regarding uh, a bunch of information that has been you know kept from the public domain. Now, uh, compile that with another situation that's been ongoing where there's a man who is, uh, you know, I guess he's a podcaster and has a radio show and he's a well-known guy. I won't mention his name, but he also had, uh, I guess, sought for freedom of information, you know, FOIA request on a lot of the documentation regarding uh, the military and some of their encounters with what would be considered unidentified flying objects. This is all coming to a head. You got the, the bill that was passed in the in the last, I guess it would be what you would be considered a COVID package, uh, where there was actually a stipulation in the bill that says that there has to be some type of disclosure in this bill about COVID. What? And then, so here's more of this. Now, apparently, this has been a conversation of the elites in, in the Davos circles and in some of the other central planning circles where the elites meet. And the information that was passed to me today, and that's why I don't really want to give too much information on this person because he could really come under attack from the media. And I could too, because this is a bit, listen, I know this sounds ridiculous, but this is a really big story, ladies and gentlemen. This is a probably one of the biggest stories I've ever talked about because there's a plan to roll this out. And I guess the agenda behind it in a nutshell, is is that this is one of the strategies that the globalists believe that they could unite the world with an alien, a possible alien threat. So in other words, they would use the guise of an alien threat to bring the people of the, of the world together into a one world global government type scenario. They would do it. So they, they've already rolled out the COVID pandemic. And that, that, I mean, according to what they're trying to accomplish, it was groundbreaking. I mean, think about all the different things they were able to accomplish, you know, uh, training people, conditioning them, you know, getting them used to social distancing, wearing a mask, you know, conforming to local government ordinances, you know, closing down businesses for ridiculous amounts of time, having so many rights stripped, uh, taken away, First Amendment, Second Amendment, I mean, you know, you say Second Amendment, what do you mean? Well, they're already challenging the Second Amendment and they're saying, you know, that they're, they're building a case with the quote-unquote insurrection. It was not really an insurrection, it was a false flag. But they're already building the, the case to call MAGA supporters terrorists 
So you better believe that's another part of their agenda is to eventually continue to restrict guns, ammunition. You know, Biden's already talked about it openly. Beto O'Rourke has talked about it. We know it's part of the globalist deep state agenda to disarm the people at some point. And of course, we don't think that that's possible because we think, well, that would start a civil war. But again, it's happened in Western countries. Just look at Australia and other countries. So it's it has happened. And, it, it, it you know, it's something that I guess, you know, through a very stringent process of maybe like the military going door to door, you know, flying drones over people's houses and looking, you know, they have technology now. I know this sounds crazy, but they have technology where they like an x-ray. They can look through your house, <laughs> you know, so all they have to do is fly like a drone with that type of technology overhead and see who's got the guns and where there's like a cachet, you know. So, you know, this is all really crazy stuff that I'm talking about. I know. But you don't think that, let, let's just be rational because I know some of you will think what I'm talking about is conspiratorial. Let's be rational. You don't think that the modern left has a plan to grab the guns? You don't think that they've thought about it when it's like one of their top agenda items? Now, they're not going to just do it right away. They're going to wait for you know certain events and, and then they'll roll out their legislation. You ever wonder why those bills are like 5,000 pages? They didn't just get put together, friends. They're, they're just sitting on a table in somebody's office right now waiting to be rolled out. They're just sitting on somebody's computer hard drive just waiting for a big event that the left can say, never let a good crisis go to waste. So you better believe that the gun grab agenda is in there. But again, back to COVID. I did this article that opened my eyes so much on COVID when I went to the World Economic Forum website. And I think they've kind of taken some of these links off now because they know that investigative journalists and people like myself are talking about it. But there's still a lot of it up there. And there was like this wheel. Have you ever seen it? It's like a gray wheel and it has all these different tentacles it was it was mind-blowing it took me like days to go through them all because every one of them had a link to like some other thing and and covid was like the main you know uh, initial engine that they used to get this whole thing off the ground but there was many overarching agendas that were all kind of intersecting and and this is the globalist agenda this is un agenda 2030 this is the plan for global governance this is the this is why we're seeing this you know i we you probably don't talk to you know, maybe so many people in Great Britain. Maybe you do. Maybe you have family there. You don't maybe talk to so many people in Australia. Maybe you do. Maybe you have family there. Maybe you do business there in these places. But if you were to talk to people in Canada, Australia, I've, I know I have some listeners in some of these places. In fact, when we look at the statistics, there's many people that listen outside the country. But you're listening because you know what I'm talking about. You're shaking your head yes right now. You know why? Because if you talk to people in these other countries, they'll tell you they're having similar things. I know there was a pastor who just got arrested in Canada. Okay, there's all different types of things that are happening for, for, for on the, under the guise of COVID. And so this was a, a massive agenda that was planned out to be rolled out to push forward this mechanism to put us into the next stage of this massive rollout and agenda. And I've been studying UN Agenda 2030 ever since it came out. I've been studying, you know, all these different things. So I know the, the you know, the fourth industrial revolution, uh, you know, 5G. And why do I say these things as a pastor? Why do I waste my time? Why, why don't I just study the Bible all the time? Trust me, the, the biggest thing that I study is the Bible. But the reason why I look at these other things is because I read the Bible. Because the Bible tells us about these things. And maybe, maybe it doesn't explain it in detail, but what we're seeing happening before our eyes is the Bible coming to life. So we know that in the end times, it will be like the days of Noah. We know that Nimrod was trying to build the Tower of Babel and look what the Lord did. He scattered the people. I know it's a different story, but what I'm saying is these are the same agendas. The enemy has been trying to build a one world global government. This is, you know, just like he's killed the babies since the beginning. 
I mean, look at the the, the sacrifice to Molech, right? So all these things, these demonic things that we're dealing with in this generation, the Bible says nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new. And so this alien agenda thing, this is just the latest cog in their wheel to push forth the next level of their draconian, tyrannical attempt to take over our world. That's why do you think I'm so adamant about praying this through <laughs> and about praying that God intervenes on our behalf and praying for revival and praying for a great awakening and praying for uh, you know a, a reversal, a course reversal that America would be Nineveh instead of being Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, why? Because we know the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. They, they died. They, they got hit with fire and brimstone. That was it. We don't want to be them. So what's our other option? Well, we repent and we turn from our wicked ways. We live out the recipe for revival in 2 Chronicles 7.14. So this alien agenda, let me let me just break this down. I've been waiting to do this. I'm, I'm, I hope that you listen to this show all the way through because I know I talked about a bunch of other things in the beginning, which I thought were important, but this is really the meat. And, and I heard this today and I almost jumped out of my seat when I was talking to this guy because I thought, I can't believe that God would bring me to Orlando, Florida to a conservative place to hear... <laughs> People talking about the same thing that I know that I've been meant to talk about for the last couple of weeks and haven't got around to yet. It's like a gentle nudge from the Lord saying, yeah, you better talk about this. You better talk about this because you better warn my people and let them know what's coming. Now, it may not happen this year. It may not happen next year, but they're going to build up just like they're building up the gun grab. They're building up, you know, all these different narratives simultaneously and socially conditioning us through movies and Hollywood and the Super Bowl and celebrities and all the nonsense that they use, the fake news media, and it's all singing in synchrony. The Bible said it'll be like the days of Noah. What was the days of Noah like? Well, it was so decrepit that the Lord said, I need to start over. And I like to talk about the Nimrod situation because they were trying to build a tower to be like God. They thought they could be like God. What are the people in the globalist elite trying to do? They're trying to have longer life. They're trying to find the fountain of youth. They're trying to outdo God. They're trying to say, hey, I don't need God. Government instead of religion. That's why this is so antichrist. It's a rise of the antichrist spirit in this hour. And this is what just baffles my mind is that I don't understand how you get it because you're remnant warriors. And I know some people might have some questions because I'm going into some really deep stuff. So this is this is meat, saints. This isn't milk, okay? I'm, I'm giving you some meat tonight here because we're, we're going to need to really understand this. And I, it's unfortunate that so few are talking about this subject matter because this is one of the biggest stories and it's coming our way like a freight train. They're going to roll it out some point because what they're trying to do is they're trying to say, well, look, there's aliens and, and, and science and we become like God. We don't need God. And oh, look at you believing that silly Bible. You still believe that archaic nonsense. That's what they're going to say. And they're going to they're call you hateful and they're going to call you crazy. And so we, we better get used to it because I know some people write me and they say, well, everyone in my family thinks I'm crazy. Well, that, that doesn't matter. I get it though. Trust me, I have the same problem from some people that I know. And, and But you're the remnant warrior. God, for some reason, chose to wake you up. Consider yourself blessed that he gave you this epiphany. He gave you this understanding. And he's brought us together in this type of form. This is ordained by the Holy Spirit of living God. This is not a mistake that we're here, friends. This is not a mistake that somebody has this on their heart to talk about. This is not a mistake that you're hearing this. You're not crazy. God has chosen you. 
He's he's called you by name to be set apart. They will say you're crazy. They said Noah was crazy. They said Jesus was crazy. There, there's not one jot or tittle of the Bible that is a lie. There's not one fake thing in the Bible. Talk about fake news. Everything in the Bible is 100% accurate, 100%. And science will prove that. Everything will prove that. Because God gave us his word. His word was there in the beginning. His word will be there in the end. Is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the word. He's living. He has risen from the dead. He sits on the right hand of the Father. He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He rules and reigns. We will rule and reign with him. And this is a test period for us where we are just passing through it. Life is like a vapor. I mean, look at Carmen. Just went to be with the Lord last week. Look at Rush Limbo. You know, we don't know when our day is done. I've, how many people have you known that just all of a sudden, I, I know a great pastor that I used to go to his church sometimes and he just passed away. It was like so quick. He was young. We, we don't know. I'm not trying to scare you. I said earlier, Christ could come back. So we have to understand these things. So let me just break this down. The question is, could an alien deception be part of the end times? Okay. We know that the events surrounding the end times, as described in the Bible, will include a powerful deception. You know where we know that from? Matthew 24, 24. If you want to take notes, Matthew 24, 24. Recently, interest has been rising in the theory that the deception will include alien beings from another planet. Odd as it may seem, this theory is entirely plausible from a Christian perspective. Although the Bible gives us no word about whether or not aliens exist, there is no inclusion of them in the creation account in Genesis and no mention of them elsewhere. The Bible does, does in fact, tell us, though, that visitors from another world, the spiritual world, since the beginning, instances of demons, fallen angels visiting the earth have been witnessed and recorded. We know from Eve's encounter with Satan himself that demons are interested in monitoring and altering the progress of humanity. Anybody that's had a, an experience with somebody who is uh, possessed by a demonic entity, you know, listen, I've been in deliverance ministry. We talk about delivering people. It's real, folks. Okay, if you if you've never seen it, it is absolutely 100 percent real. And that's why we need to get people saved, set free. And I say delivered and healed in Jesus name. Right. And it's the demons tremble in the name of Jesus. So they want to be involved with the with the goal of drawing humanity away from the worship of God and even believing in his existence and turning mankind's attention instead to them, to the darkness, to the evil, to the demonic. What do you see? Turn on Netflix. Don't do it, actually. But what, what do you do if you do? You know, what do you do if you turn on, you know, you're just trying to find something to watch. And I know many of you watch Pure Flicks and thank God for Pure Flicks and some other great Christian entertainment that's come up. But if you go on to the secular sites or the regular cable or whatever, you're going to see a lot of evil stuff because that's what the devil wants to do. He wants us to be caught up and addicted and, and pulled towards sin. Look at the, the, the pornography obsession. How many people in the body of Christ have addiction to pornography? We need to break it in Jesus name. We need to fight it. We need to resist it. We need to cast it down. It's the enemy trying to have a stronghold over us. That's what they want. The goal of drawing humanity away from the worship of God and turning man, mankind's attention instead to them. Another notable instance of their interaction with us is found in Genesis 6-4 with the arrival of the sons of God. Remember that? The Genesis account states that these powerful beings had sexual intercourse with women and produced a super race of beings called the Nephilim. And there's the Raphaim and the Nephilim. And uh, I know some people that teach on that. Very, very good and, and sound teaching. This, this sounds like stuff of science fiction. I know 
Yet it is right there in the Bible. I gave you the scripture. There are striking similarities between this account and the accounts of other ancient cultures. Uh, the writings of the ancient Samaritans, for example, who were the first to produce a written language, by the way. They mentioned the presence of the Anunnaki, who were the deities that came from heaven to dwell on earth with men. It's also interesting to note that the Sumerians, um, you know, the gods that often came in the form of snakes. Because uh, if you look at the hieroglyphs, right, and you see all those weird, you ever you ever see that stuff? And, and don't listen to that ancient aliens nonsense, by the way, on the History Channel. That's a bunch of fraud. Those, that's fakery that tries to get people messed up and confused. And I know a lot of people with, with great imaginations and those that like sci-fi, they watch that and they think, oh, that's kind of cool. But again, we don't want to flirt with the lies and deception of the enemy. See, these accounts are seen alongside the amazing things created by ancient man, make it possible to theorize that demons in the form of beings uh, from another world came to earth, bringing spectacular wisdom and knowledge to men and intermarrying with their daughters in an attempt to draw men away from God. We already see this from Eve's experience with the serpent, that demons will use the temptation of superior wisdom to ensnare man, and that man is very susceptible to it. So, you know, many people are saying we're either in the end times or we're getting close to the end times. We can see the hours getting late. We can see the rise of the spirit of the Antichrist in the land. Obviously, it's very obvious. Just look at how Christians are under attack, assault from a spiritual warfare standpoint. So could the end times include a similar alien deception? The Bible doesn't directly address the issue, but I think it's plausible. It's very, very plausible for various reasons. First, the Bible tells us that the world will unite. Here, here we go. This is what the, the person that I met with was saying. The world will unite under the power of the Antichrist. In, in order to achieve an agreement between the world's religions, think about this, it would make sense for the uniter to come from an entirely new source. Think about it. If you were a deep state globalist that was trying to bring the world together, wouldn't this make sense? <laughs> this is unbelievable. This is like the biggest story I think I've ever reported on. And it's coming towards us like a freight train. You just watch in the next couple of years how big this story becomes. And remember that you heard it first here on this broadcast. An extraterrestrial source. That's what they're going to do. It's hard to imagine the one world religion becoming the head of all others unless new unearthly knowledge were the source of an appeal and power of the new religion. This would be in keeping with the past deceptions and would be very effective in the way to deceive a large number of people because how many people, even some of your spouses that maybe don't fully understand or get what you understand. They're watching Fox News and all of a sudden some alien races on them. Wait, you think they're going to be like, oh, that's a, de a demon? Or are they going to say, wow, that's an alien because Fox News said it is. And then they're going to question everything. That's exactly what the enemy wants. Question, you know, people are going to walk away from the faith. There's going to be people that are going to fall for this great deception. You know? I mean, this is a, a real plausible scenario, right? Now, second, the deception could provide an answer to the problem of Earth's origins. The scientific theory that the evolution of life on Earth was spontaneously generated still has no answer for life's beginnings. There is evidence for a, quote, Big Bang. Well, we know that's because God said, let there be light. But that still doesn't explain what caused the Big Bang, and that's where they get caught up, right? And that's where we can beat them because we say, well, guess what? We know who caused the Big Bang. His name was Jesus Christ. He said, let there be light, the God of heaven and Earth creator of all things. But see, again, their evidence for a Big Bang, that still doesn't explain what caused the Big Bang to occur. But if an alien being were brought into the scenario here, they arrived at some point and gave us the extraterrestrial explanation for life on Earth, 
the origins of the world religions and even the origins of our planet, it would be very persuasive. Can you believe this? I mean, this is unbelievable. That said, we should not fear. The Lord has said that he will not leave us nor forsake us and that he will protect us. I'll give you some scriptures. 1 Kings 8, 57, Matthew 10, 31, Isaiah 41, 10. And by the way, I'll post this. Demons, angels are not omnipotent, nor are they omnipresent. Jesus said in the end times, his appearing would be like a lightning, easily visible to all. He said to be wary of any other being that says, I am the Christ or any other group that says he is over there or he is here. Matthew 24, 23 through 24, he says that the vultures gather around a dead body, meaning that if you see a group of people gathered around somebody claiming to be Christ, that person is death and a false prophet. We should be wary of any person or being that produces signs and wonders without being biblically uh, you know, knowledgeable or, or having biblical fidelity or the presence or the obedience to the Lord Jesus Christ. Anyone who provides a way to unite the world religions or governments, and we can look at Revelations 13.5 on this, any being that promotes unnatural sexual relationships, Genesis 6.4, well, we're seeing that all around us. I just talked about that at the beginning of the show. And of course, any person who denies that Jesus is God. How many people are attacking Christians today? I, I know it because I, I stand for religious liberty and freedom and I talk to people every week about this. Furthermore, anyone who presents a substitute for Jesus, who represents him as a God but not, not the God, or who claims he was merely a good teacher, simply a human, or even a superhuman or an alien creature, is a deceiver, ladies and gentlemen, a deceiver. And lastly, if demons are manifesting as aliens, are part of the end times. We should remember that they too are created being subject to a sovereign God and ultimately answering, answering to him. Whether in alien form or not, the deceptions that are coming, we have to be aware and awake. And the descriptions of demons in Revelation are frightening. Revelation 9, 1 through 12. But we should not fear those who can only kill the body. Instead, we should fear the one who can kill the body and the soul in hell, Matthew 10, 28. No matter what happens to us on earth, whether this is actually going to be a reality in the next couple of years, you know, this is crazy what we're talking about. We should trust that the Lord is the Savior. He's the Redeemer. He's the protector of those who will put their trust in him. Now, I went a little bit over tonight, but I think this was a very important topic. Now, you say, well, Pastor Todd, is this a definite thing? It is a definite thing that they're going to uptick the uh, what they're calling now full disclosure. And at some point, they're going to pretty much make it matter of fact that, yes, aliens exist because it's part of their agenda. I don't know when they're going to, if they're going to do or when they're going to do the next part that I talked about tonight, but I definitely have seen documents that speak this way. And now, uh, the confirmation that I received here from this very concerned high-level individual uh, that brought this very interesting and totally out of nowhere information that I think was only a confirmation of the Lord, it, it really brings it to the forefront to me that I do think this is part of their agenda at some point because they need something to unite the world and they need something that is so big that it'll out, outdo COVID. And the world is so primed right now because they're just, everybody is like upside down from everything that's just happened. And, and now we're seeing all these new reports. The Pentagon says this and you know, this type of document has been declassified and all this talk about aliens. We've already had all the different alien TV shows and movies for years to condition us. Friends, I think this is something that's coming. I really do. And I would pray about it. Now, here's the good news. We are the remnant warriors and we are going to be exposing 
the lies of the devil, no matter what plan of the deep state, the globalist, because we know that they're ultimately beholden to demonic spirits. And we are, we are children of the light and the light of Jesus Christ who are filled with the Holy Spirit. And God will continue to give us wisdom, strategy, divine appointments that we will know how to fight back and stand for truth and speak the truth. And the Bible says the truth shall set the captive free. So do not be weary in doing good, but know that God has raised you up for a time as this. I've gone way over tonight, but I just always like to leave with an encouraging note. We are so far from being defeated. I can't wait to talk to you about all the things that President Trump has planned, all the different things that I've heard on the positive side here at CPAC. I will be talking about them in the next couple of days, including how we can change the culture and get active in our community. And uh, I really appreciate you guys. You can go to my website, toddcoconato.com. If you'd like to help support the broadcast and the ministry, it's increasingly uh, urgent for us to do with many different moving parts and uh, people trying to attack us and even bring suits against us that I don't really talk about publicly because we're going through it right now. But definitely challenges. But God is with us. The Bible says, if God is with us, who can therefore be against us? No one. The fiery darts of hell will not prevail. The gates of hell will not prevail. We know that God is the King of kings and the Lord of lords who sits on the throne. And uh, I thank you. If you're able to give, like I said, you can go to toddcoconato.com slash give. And uh, I will be back tomorrow. God bless you guys. Be praying for me as we're down here. And as I'm praying for you as well, appreciate you more than I can even express in words. You are truly amazing people. And I thank you for tuning in the show. God bless you.